again thank you guys for being here it's been a rather dramatic week let me get rid of that banner it's been a rather dramatic week if you've been paying attention to twitter at all you see that uh, there's been some loud exits lately a couple loud exits off the platform there's been a lot of drama top shot is dramatic if you like the drama then you stay here if you don't like the drama i don't know what to tell you but um it was also a really good week. There's other really good content. The judge, friend of the show, he had a really good chat with MBL. It was like an OG. I recommend checking that out. Um, but today's a really special show. We have Osimo. He's one of the top, if not the top, DFS player in the world. I think he'll probably tell us in a minute. Uh, so I'm very curious about what he thinks. I'm very curious, too, about what he thinks since Top Shot is kind of going in that direction now with um, Flash Challenges, with the partnership with Moment Ranks. I think that's pretty, pretty uh, interesting. Um, so we got Alex, we got Tandy NFTs, we got N Hoffin. Thank you for the good luck. We got Poke Pro Eric. What's the drama? I don't know. Go go to Twitter. You'll figure it out. Stan loves Top Shots Wash. I know. So am I, Stan loves. Um, so yeah, a lot's going on. Of course, I was able to hit the pack on whatever day that was, Tuesday. So this is a big night for me where I am. It's nighttime. But anyhow, our guest has a cutoff of an hour, so we're going to bring him in early, and then we'll do our week that was afterwards, because we got a lot of questions, and I think we really want to hear from him. He's a very interesting guy. So let's run that video intro and bring in our guest, Osimo, a.k.a. Alex. Here we go. What's up, man? That's uh, that's the greatest thing anyone's ever done for me. Man. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I knew you would like it. I went for like the deep cuts. I went through your Twitter feed because I remember you posted that video. So I found like the what's it called, like the Bali Bangram Barta kind of music. And I yeah, that was. I try to I try to put it in the work. So I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. It's always fun to talk a little bit of Top Shot. Absolutely. And you are an interesting guy. You are, um, I mean, your background is in DFS. Um, I mean, real quick, we'll kind of get that out of the way first. I'm curious, kind of, how did you, how did you become like the number one DFS player? How did this all happen? Yeah, so I, uh, I'd been a poker pro before, and a lot of people had been quitting poker to, to play DFS. And these are guys that were more successful at poker than me. So I'm like, I gotta give this a try. And I, I started playing DFS uh a lot of nba mlb and I, I immediately saw the potential was a lot higher than what i was doing at the time so i made the jump and i'm sure a lot of people have a similar story with nfts where it's just like something brand new and if you can get in at the ground floor you can really uh make a name for yourself pretty quick but are you still i mean you're still doing it though are you still placing as highly as you did in the beginning or is the edge a lot harder nowadays Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm still ranked number one. Uh, a lot of my attention is going to my website, Osmo.com, but I'm still out there playing pretty much every day. So, uh, yeah, I've been making sure I'm staying, staying atop of all the 
all the different uh, competitions and stuff. Uh, there's a lot of good players out there, but I feel like on any given day, I'm uh, have as good a chance to win as anyone. So I feel like I'm doing pretty well. Cool. Um, yeah, Poker Pro Eric is saying like you were never a poker player, were you? What what kind of games were you playing? Were you doing online multi-tabling with like ten different screens? Yeah, totally. I uh, I got into it exactly the wrong time. I was like pro a year before Black Friday was, which is when it became illegal in the U.S. So then I started going to Canada to play online and uh, I was doing a lot of no limit hold'em cash games and then I kind of switched to sit and goes and uh, cap no limit. So that's kind of where you, you only play with a short stack. So I kind of found my own niche in poker. I, uh, my career highlight is I made the supernova elite status on poker stars where you had to play like a million hands uh, basically in a year so uh after that things in poker like the outlook wasn't quite as good and dfs kind of came into my life at the perfect time and like <laughs> why do you think you are so successful in dfs i would ask what do, what do you think you do differently that others don't well it all comes down to both like the knowledge of the sports and the uh the knowledge of how to like do statistics and data and i i started off kind of uh, with a math background, but I also have always enjoyed sports. Like uh, being from Michigan, I was a big Pistons fan, and since the 2000s, uh, when they they had a pretty strong squad, kind of kept up with all the, the NBA stuff, and then I uh, kind of had a little bit of knowledge, but uh, had to, to hustle a lot to learn about all the sports too. So uh, it's kind of that combination of sports expertise and data expertise. Gotcha. Well, I, I took a look at your website and it's it's pretty impressive. You got a lot going on there. You got like plenty of, you know, blogs being written and plenty of things for sale. And it's it's really it's a it's a big deal over there. It looks like. Thanks, man. Yeah, we, we try to uh, have a lot on there for people like mostly focused around DFS, but we do some fantasy football season long and we do some sports betting. So we're branching out. We've even discussed doing a little bit of NFT stuff. Uh, I haven't managed to persuade the the guys to really fully go with that idea, but uh, it's definitely something in the back of our minds. Hmm. That would be interesting. I, I don't even know how you. I, I'm sure there are models that you could somehow apply, but um, they're also easily. It's such a wild west that it can be like gamed. Like you can't really judge based on Discord users, for example, or you know everything can be gamed. That's definitely the difficulty that maybe they, if they're aware of NFTs, they might be feeling. Well, the, uh, the, the angle I want to take is really focused on like who's got the best prospects for their future and their career. So like, I know there's like so many different NBA players and top shot and the value is heavily tied to their like career prospects. So that was kind of how I was thinking we could we could really create some nice models to predict like the the different career arcs and, and value these players. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, so that that's a good segue, I guess, into Top Shot, which is you joined Top Shot um, in February, and uh, and what hit you right away? Was it this idea that you could apply this similar thinking to DFS, where like if I know about players better than anyone else, then I have an edge and therefore I'm going to buy a whole bunch of someone who's undervalued and that's going to be my play here. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was a big part of it. I felt like I had the MBA expertise to, to be able to know like how to navigate the marketplace. I think I overestimated my confidence in that. Uh, but, you know, the life goes on trying to learn every day. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, it was kind of a love of the game combined with kind of wanting to express my MBA expertise. Mm -hmm. And as someone who has like a really nice looking website, when you hit the NBA Top Shot website, how quickly did you get it? How quickly well, did you think, understand uh, and like get sort of engaged into this website? The way I got into it was uh, Bales kind of had that that article that spending 35k on an NFT, and right. uh, I mean that definitely got me interested. I didn't even know this existed before that article, so. Um, at that point, the, the website was pretty riddled with bugs and stuff. It's only been like 10 months or something. But uh, I think I, at that point, you could actually buy packs on demand. And oh, so you I, were early then? A little bit, yeah. I got in like right before the boom, but then I didn't like finish the KYC because like I, I like didn't pass and then it took forever to, to get through that. So I kind of was in before the boom i was looking at these zion moments for like two dollars and then when i finished kyc they're like 200. oh god <laughs> yeah uh that's about when i entered the market when those were 200. um so then what you know how thinking about how you felt back then and what you saw as like your imagination of what could be the trajectory for top shot and why you bought in so hard like, how are you feeling now? Obviously, there were a lot of outside factors that hurt the market in, in a way that maybe you couldn't have really properly anticipated. But but how are you feeling right now about NBA Top Shot? I think uh, in general, I think NBA Top Shot, they have like a great product and some of their collectibles are, are really awesome. And then like uh, the, the main gripe I have with it is it's just like the experience isn't fun to me <laughs> like i don't know like it, like i kind of like buying the packs and stuff but then you gotta wait in line for for ages and uh like uh it's pretty inconsistent whether you get them and then like the the whole like marketplace like they have these games basically like challenges and flash challenges and stuff but it's just like buying the the moments that's like not really a challenge it's just like spending money so i just wish there was some some like part of it that that was a little bit more engaging and fun because i feel like on the website there's not a lot to do right now How, what do you think i would echo what you're saying i mean like i think we were so <laughs> hungry for like anything that like when they released those flash challenge we're like yeah it's finally <laughs> like we can we can like use our moments. I mean, I think I get what they're doing. They're kind of saying like, if you hold your moments and if you have a bunch of moments in your in your collection, we will reward you. And and that's the part that I get, and that's the part that makes sense. But it's not exactly like a game. And I think that they're trying to make it almost like a game. But it's like you're saying, it's it's not a game. It's basically if you hold these moments, we'll airdrop you a pack. And I yeah. think that I feel that need as well. That we need something. We need some kind of a game. Um, do you think though, that like they will evolve this and perhaps get to what you have in mind or what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's a lot of things they can do. I think, um, 
like one of the things I think they're trying to do is like stimulate marketplace activity by creating this demand for moments, like using these flash challenges. The problem is that uh, it's like, like there's so many like bottlenecks in these challenges that it's almost like impossible to plan for. Like the Mobley was a key in the flash challenge. Like this is like a $375 moment and you're going to get a $20 pack or something. So uh, I think like some sort of fantasy element, like moment ranks would, would help. But from their perspective, I think it's like, well, how does that encourage marketplace activity and stuff? And I think one of the other things is like the amount of moments for each player are so wildly variant that like some guys have a hundred K of one NFT and then like other guys have like 4,000 total moments and only 2000 have been released. And that makes it so there are these external factors that don't really have anything to do with NBA sports that, that aren't really fun in a way where like you're using your NBA expertise. So then if you could, do you, do you have any ideas? Like, is there any scenario where we could somehow gamify it and stimulate the market or is it kind of one or the other you think? I think there's some, some ways to do it. Like I think uh, so rare does a really good job. Like uh, they're the soccer NFT site and they're much more fancy oriented. But one of the things they do is they have these different rarity tiers like, like top shot has, but you have to like mix and match players from a specific like subset of tiers. Like you can enter all commons into one league, but another might only allow rares. Uh, so I think that creates a little bit more like distributed utility across the board compared to uh, right now where it's just like the, the rarity doesn't really have any utility. Yeah. I hear that. And I think that's what a lot of people complain about who are holding rare and even legendary moments. And you are probably also holding some of those. And there's just, there's not much to do with those moments at the moment, at the moment. Yeah. And like, I think it, like, as much as I want, I want there to be some sort of like game. The, the thing is like the top shot experience doesn't really make you want to buy moments right now. Like there's some really awesome moments that, that are on the site and you'd have no idea if you logged in. Like there's really no way to like discover these these really cool moments, except if there's some sort of challenge or something. And like I, I feel like that that's a big area they could improve is just making people want to buy moments, like because there are really some some genuinely cool ones. But do you buy moments because they're cool, or do you buy moments because you're a DFS dude who's trying to speculate <laughs> like if these are going up or not? I buy moments because they're cool and because I feel like the price isn't uh, what it should be. So like, I, I think there's like two examples of this, like one being a sky fan, I like went to the championship games and I wanted to get the, the sky moments, but then like the, I felt like they were like really overpriced on the marketplace and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to hold off on getting these because I know interest in this is going to fade like in a month or two. So I still haven't bought those moments yet because I'm just like, I don't want to make a dumb buy, even though these are moments I really want. But on the other side of it, it's like, I think there's some moments where like one that I really like that's really cheap is Zion's 1000th point. 
it's mm-hmm. like this moment no one would ever like notice because it's like this 35k moment that costs eight dollars but it's like a pretty cool like spin move and dunk and it's a milestone so i feel like that one's like super under the radar all right i'm gonna give you a spicy take on that spicy <laughs> So, so okay. So, so it sounds like you're then you are in the camp of people who believe that people will eventually value moments because they are special in in and of themselves. Like the Carmelo ten thousand point, the the Chris Paul getting pushed by Patrick Beverly. No, I'm just kidding. That's not on the platform. <laughs> but so people, you know, they they like certain moments for those kind of special reasons. Yeah, and. Uh... I think that, like, it's funny. I didn't even know Carmelo's 10,000 point or whatever is on the platform. So, like, that's an example of just how you might not even know what's what's out there. And, well, like, right now, the experience is you get this pack that most of them are throwaway moments. And I understand what they're trying to do because, like, you, you need throwaway moments to be able to sell enough packs to make money. But it's like with the, with the real cards, I'd buy packs and then I have a box in the closet of all the junk I didn't want. And I'd have like a case with my my like the cards I liked and you'd never see these trash moments or trash cards, like basically. But like the Top Shot experience right now is like cluttered, like with a million things that that aren't worth looking at. And I think that if they could just make these these 60k moments like disappear into the depths of your collection it'd be a much better experience i agree um and I, there was someone who made a, a thread about that today uh lindy Hollick. i don't know if you know him on twitter but he made a really good point where it's like there you don't you don't sense the ability to sort of work your way up through your collection because right now it's just like a complete hodgepodge and there's so much so many 60k moments and it's like for a new collector, it doesn't even seem possible to sort of climb up the ranks. Like, who even looks at 15K moments anymore? Like, they, you don't even know they exist practically. And then they release a 10K. So they release, like, the 10K John Morant. There's a 15K John Morant. I don't know. It's kind of yeah. a mystery to most people on the and platform. Like, the, the, the price of moments isn't a very good, like, indicator of how good they are because of the varying, like, edition sizes. So, like, you could have a... Uh, legendary moment that like one of my f- favorite legendaries is Carmelo kind of like fumbles the ball and then hits this like this jumper and it's like why does this moment even exist and why is it legendary and that's probably like a thousand dollars and then you have the 60k moment that's like the dopest dunk you've ever seen it's like two blocks so like there's really no metric you can you can go by to find stuff that's actually worth looking at yeah, that that's kind of the challenge that I have when I when I think about what people should or will buy on the platform because exactly what you said, like it makes no there's no correlation to to the quality of the play or anything like that, and the quality of the plays are only going to get better. So, you know, a year from now when moments are a dollar and it's going to be like the best moments you've ever seen with the best production value, so it doesn't quite make sense if we're going to buy based on quality of moments that right now. Um, so I guess that makes a good point, which is like you've offered some criticisms, but you continue to buy. So like recently you bought the LeBron Top Shot debut. Um, I don't know what else you've been buying, but I haven't like investigated your blockchain. But like, tell me why. Why are you buying LeBron debuts, but also kind of feeling 
maybe a bit critical at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm critical just because that's how I feel. And also, I, I feel like uh, people always are more likely to react to some something that's a little bit thought-provoking than, like, a, one of my gripes with the community is I feel like it's a little bit of an echo chamber, and I'm lucky to have, like, a little bit of a platform where I can break free of that. But uh, I've noticed that about NFTs in general, that, like, it seems like there's this idea that negativity or criticism is not allowed and i think that like really hurts the credibility of like the voices in the industry so i guess i, I just try to keep it real I, I appreciate that from you i think that i think i totally agree with that i think nfts in general have a bit of a toxic positivity problem or like anyone says anything, it's like, yeah, you get out of here, blocked, banned. I, gotta, I'm not, I want to hear from you again. I yeah, that, that's, that's funny because I just heard the term to toxic positivity for the first time like a week ago, but that's like totally applicable to, to a lot of what I see too. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is. Um, and that's also so, sort of something interesting that I've been thinking about too, which is like there's a lot of people complaining, I think, for good reason about about Top Shot currently. Um, but like if you're Dapper Labs, do you how much how much do you care on a level from one to ten? Because as far as you're concerned, you release a pack of these people that are being like, Oh, those are stinky moments. Um, but then they sell out. And like, you know, and then you have people complaining on Twitter, but how many people is that really? Like, even if we're going at like the high number, how many people is that? And how many people are even like liking or engaging with that tweet? If it's like a really, really active tweet, what are we talking? Like uh, 200 people, 300 people? And how many people on your platform? So that that's the thing that I struggle a little bit when I, when I think, because I'm also like in this echo chamber all the time. But I think to myself, if I'm Dapper Labs, Aren't people telling me the opposite with their wallets? Aren't they t talking, speaking with their wallets? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I think that that keys into something that's been going on, which is that I, I feel like uh, the business has been run with a very, like, traditional, like, venture capital, like, revenue generation mindset. And uh, what's kind of being lost in the, the shuffle is that, like, there should be a lot of focus on like creating a really great product. And one of the things that I thought was really like odd is like, they're talking about how they want to make the packs worth less so that like, you don't have all these rent seekers. And it's like, that just blows my mind because like, I would think that your goal is like generate value for your customer and that's going to make people like have those positive feelings. So it's like, if you're telling people like that, this is or you're trying to lower the value of the product that's just going to make people have like a very negative reaction i would agree and and to me it scares me you could even say it's spooky <laughs> nice yeah i agree with that uh but um like one of the things that i wanted to mention is like this is such an incredible like innovation in collectibles but like i feel like the reason why has been totally lost in the the ether which is like you can capture so much more in a top shot moment than you can in a trading card and that's why my thinking the moments i like invested the most into were the vince carter last shot where like okay this 
this was like the day that COVID happened in the NBA and like everyone was so like uncertain about what was going to going to happen. And then Vince Carter, like no one knew if it was going to be his last game or, or not, or what was going to happen with the rest of the season. It did end up being his last game. And he like had that one moment where he hit that shot and it was like a very, it was like the coolest like send off like you could ever ask for. And like you can't just capture that in, a, in a, a, a card with a picture of Vince Carter, you know what I mean? So, and the other one is the LeBron Kobe tribute, and this one is the most baffling to me because there's no mention of Kobe like anywhere on the site regarding this moment. Like, but that's like what's so cool about it. Like, I, I know there's like a ton of trading cards with this picture of LeBron dunking, but like when you line them up side by side, and it's like LeBron's doing the exact same thing as Kobe. Like that's the magic of it. It's not like this single frame. It's like the whole moment and and when it happened too. hundred <laughs> percent. There's definitely amazing, amazing moments on the platform. It's just a question of when, what happens to, like what are you hoping happens? I guess what everyone I think is hoping happens, if they're just hoping that marketing goes on like a DraftKings level, like that you're probably very aware of, you're probably on half those ads <laughs> and like... <laughs> And that, you know, it just attracts just hundreds of thousands, if not millions of users to the marketplace. And that it just lifts all boats and everything is worth a whole lot of more money. And it's just more fun, I suppose. I think, yeah, like if, if the market was trending upwards, I don't think anyone would be complaining, obviously, because they didn't before. Um, but yeah, that that's, I mean, would you would you agree? I mean, like, does it, like, how, how do you feel about those moments that you may have bought for like 10x that are now? ten percent of what you bought them for are you still like happy with them (laughs) well uh i think that the value i put on them is a lot higher than the monetary value the lowest ask in the market which is why i'm optimistic about it uh but it has been a struggle like kind of because damn like it it sucks like going to all these websites and seeing how much money you've lost on your moments like And like they make it seem almost like it's some like flex of your skill level when really it's just like, did you sign up before February or after February? Like it had nothing to do with any sort of NBA expertise. I know. Or how much like you flip and stuff, which is one other thing that one other gripe is uh, like there's this whole like ecosystem of people who try to make profit just like by, by exploiting these market inefficiencies and a lot of times it's like market inefficiencies that top shot creates like a new challenge where this moment that no one expected like a quiet moment was a good example of that okay it's worth twice as much as it was before like i feel like what should happen in that case is that top shot like freezes all listings for that or like removes all listings because like what's happening is that people who have these moments listed are just getting absolutely owned by these, these guys who are flipping it immediately to someone else for hundreds of dollars or more. And that's not like a good market in my opinion, because it's just like top shot controls, like the value of these utilities and like it, it's, it's not like a stock or something where like, uh, you kind of know what you're getting into. It's just like totally random market moves that like as a user, you can't predict and you can't react in time to. 
Yeah, that's definitely a challenge when information gets out and certain people can act quicker than others. But what you're talking about, like market inefficiencies, what are what are something that you would suggest to adjust? I know a popular one is I know you just said you would freeze the moments, but I know a big one, in my opinion, is people should be able to bid. It can't just be a one sided market. Is there anything else that comes to mind? Um, the bidding is interesting because like all of them are kind of the same, I guess, unless it's just like you're bidding lowest ask yeah which or maybe uh, you could bid on particular cereals if you're into that yeah that would be pretty cool um i think the main thing is just that like the i i feel like the problem is that top shot like has these actions that really affect the value of certain moments in a way that's unpredictable and that like um it's just like your common user that that's getting the worst of it because not only are people who have their moments listed like getting them bought up and sold immediately for more than they had them listed for but it's also the users who want to do these challenges are paying more for them too because of this flipping i know that like it generates a little bit of extra revenue because maybe the moment sold twice for five percent but that just seems like a negative situation to me. I agree. And um, I think Bonfire of Live Token was on the judge's uh, show. And he was saying too, like, this kind of an organization, it would be great if when they're making, like earning, its users are also benefiting and earning as well, instead of like earning and kind of pulling it out from us. I I don't know if that's exactly what's going on here. But I know that that's definitely one of the gripes. Well, yeah, I mean, like, if you think about like the concept of the market cap it's like um when they sell packs if they're not getting people to deposit more they're just like really extracting that money out of the ecosystem right and that's what we've been seeing is like basically uh the reason why prices are going down is because people are withdrawing at a greater rate than they're depositing right i guess i should say they're withdrawing plus like the amount they're spending on packs is greater than the deposits so like I said, negative cash flow that that's causing everything to drop. Yeah, and I and I don't know how you feel about what is the fix for something like that. I know we've <laughs> spoken about several things here, but in my opinion, Top Shot was such a huge phenomenon because it was spiking upward. And it's like that's kind of the part of the challenge. It's like we can't go back to that uh, unhealthy pump, but at the same time no one is going to just whip out the credit card if, if values just keep on sinking yeah i think there's this lack of confidence that like at, at any point is the right time to buy because like for whatever reason the market it tends to increase very quickly but decrease very slowly so most of the time it's going down and i think part of that is because uh like a pretty low amount of supplies on the market anytime, like maybe 10 or 20% of the moments, maybe half of those are at like a reasonable price. So the amount of a moment that needs to be sold for a spike is a lot lower than the amount of undercutters there need to be to like cause it to slowly decrease. Mm, right. Well, I know you can take us into one special uh, velvet cloaked room because I know that you are in the nine lives lounge, right? No, I sold off all my cool cats. And, oh. and I, I did it at the worst possible time too. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I uh, 
at a certain point, I was like, I, I want nothing to do with the cool cats because I lost so much money like on the, the cool cats. <laughs> oh, no, you you like stack the Lucas, right? Yeah, and it's like I'm so frustrated because now like everyone sees this Nine Lives Lounge and the the challenge as like or the the cool cat set as like so valuable, but like at the time that like I, I bought into it being like okay they're hyping this up so much it's going to be a big thing and then it ended in like a complete whimper and then all of a sudden like they're hyping it up after it ended so i just like this is another situation where this was all like top shot like kind of manipulating the market and maybe reacting to the the challenge ending poorly like the way it did and i, I definitely got kind of screwed <laughs> Yeah. So so that was right before they announced that they were going to give like the early access to UFC and, and NFL and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm still like kind of fuzzy on what that actually means, but like it seems like from what I've heard, they're, they make these promises and then they try to figure out what that means later. So I, I, I know that they said um, something about how like it's going to be earlier than like some people, but you might not be like one of the original people that they get in it. I, 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 maybe I'm sure you know a lot more about. Exactly well, from what, what I, from what I've heard, um, you have like a probably an increased chance of getting in there as as a Nine Lives Lounge member. But even so, if you get in, they're only releasing half of the supply to the to the like the beta early beta users. Um, so it remains to be seen if that is super valuable or not. Uh, do you have any takes on NFL all day? Are you excited for it? Are you a bigger NFL fan than an NBA fan? Yeah, I have mixed feelings about NFL all day because, uh, like, I think NFL is going to be a huge hit. It's going to be super popular. And I think the first editions of everything are going to be the most valuable. So that creates a really weird situation where, like, this limited group that's in there is going to probably get the most of it. But, um, I think the problem with NFL is you have a very limited number of games to choose from and not very many like cool moments in each game, in my opinion. Like there's uh, on an average NFL game, you have maybe five touchdowns and you multiply by, uh, okay, so there's 16 or 17 games per team times 16. So well, that's the number of games in a season. Well, I gotta use this, I gotta use this video clip while you do that. Ready? You you go work it out. Figure it out. Yeah. So there's 272 games, and okay, so you're talking like 1250 touchdowns in a season. And maybe like a quarter of those are actually like impressive and the rest are like goal line touchdowns or like five yard passes or something. And it just seems like people are going to be really underwhelmed because to create a product, you're going to need a ton of filler. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's why they said they're releasing these like cheesy melts. Didn't you see that Twitter post? They're going to make like cheesy melts where they can use like random plays and melt them all together and give you a nice cheesy delight that that you'll be <laughs> that you'll enjoy at the end of the day. Um, but I I would definitely echo your feelings 
and I, but I also think that they know about that. Like yeah. they realize like the mess that they're in is because they gave early users more access than the rest of us. Yeah. And I know that like that is just pounded in their brains right now. Like they're not going to let that happen again. So I think that all day will definitely be a healthier uh, marketplace. You're going to be able to trade packs right away or buy and sell packs in the marketplace right away. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to, it's going to be really interesting to see when you have that like first all day debut of like Tom Brady, uh, how ridiculous that's going to spike because there's just everyone in their mother is going to be like, okay, that's the play right there. Like, you know, it's going to be so obvious that it's going to be tricky to know how to navigate that. Yeah, is, uh, I guess the best thing they could do is maybe have a high mint count or like if you have a hundred thousand of the first Brady, maybe each one's worth like a hundred dollars instead of you have 10,000 and they're worth a thousand dollars, but I'm sure that'd piss people off too. Well, everyone's going to be pissed off no matter what we can, we can be assured of that. <laughs> but um, I would imagine that we're probably going to be some seeing something similar to what we're seeing currently with S3. We're like, it's going to be Brady and it's going to be like 60 K Brady. <laughs> I was like, no, but I feel like I feel like that's gonna happen, and 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 they're probably going to want to drum up the marketplace and be like, look, you want that special Brady? You better work up that collector score. You better go <laughs> collect like a thousand Tampa Bay Buck moments so you can line up for the legendary pack or something like that. Um, yeah. I mean, that sort of seems likely in my opinion. Um, all right, so we One talked about that. Go ahead. I wanted to ask you guys, like, okay, so. I feel like there's this fundamental conflict in like the whole concept of NFTs, especially on Top Shot, where the serial number is like a good thing to like indicate that it's non-duplicable. Mm -hmm. But for 99% of moments, the serial number is like a negative, and they like put such a big emphasis on like what serial number you have, and I almost feel like that creates like a devaluing like a fact compared to cards where like there might be a ton of supply but like all of them are more equal where like you have all these moments and then 99 percent are like not valuable cereals so you know like there's more valuable ones than the one you have so what's the question if i think that's a bad thing for like the moments well i i, I guess my solution is just like highlighting the serial numbers less across spec across the site but i was curious if you think that's a problem like the 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 serial number issue i laid out or like uh is is that something that should try to change or is that just something you gotta accept because it's nft i think it feels like it's kind of baked in to what what an nft is um the prop the, the 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 purpose right now that serial numbers seem to serve are basically when you're trying to get out of a moment and if you have a lower one you can price it at the existing floor and not undercut i kind of wish there was more there more to it than that um but yeah i think i think it's just like the serial number gamble it's why people love doing the challenges it's because they want the serial number gamble they they buy 200,000 Dwayne Wade moments hoping that they can get a low one um but but you're right that once you get that like 158,420 of of Dwayne Wade it's not really uh it's not very exciting yeah i think that like um 
it's just like you shouldn't be constantly reminded of like how you have a bad cereal with, with your moment. <laughs> well, that's actually another thing I saw someone mention it. And I don't know if you recall, but there was once a time when the lowest ask or just in general, the, the walls of prices mm -hmm. were like randomized and like it wasn't lowest cereal first. And I wonder if that's actually a good idea because maybe then you don't get that in instant benefit of like undercutting or or. It's just more randomized. I, I wonder if that's a good idea or if that doesn't really matter. Yeah, I remember when I signed up, like they were just sorted by serial number and not by lowest ask, and you just had to browse through them to find like the lowest <laughs> ask. That, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's good. There's like less selling velocity in that in that sense. Um, but anyhow, I think that. I mean, I think it says a lot that you're still feeling pretty decent. I mean, even though. Even though you might be in the shower saying this, I'm never going to financially recover from this. At least you are uh, like positive and you're thinking about these moments and you like kind of intrinsically enjoy them and you believe that in the future they're going to be worth more. Yeah, I mean, I think like my regret is that I kind of like blew all my bankroll like at a bad time or if I just kind of bought a little bit at a time over a long period, like that probably would have been a much better approach, but. Like the FOMO got me. Yeah, the FOMO is a hell of a drug. I mean, we all got we. I mean, it's a it's a mixture of FOMO and, in my opinion, like the bullish thing about NBA Top Shot is that it it was so entertaining and so exciting and like it felt so different and felt like such an incredible product that it, like it just made sense. And all of a sudden, you have all these people, general public, whipping out their credit card buying NFTs when they barely even know what an NFT is. So that's kind of how I feel on that. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that there was a lot to be excited about, too, because um, I mean, a lot of the moments are like pretty cool and, and should hold long term value. Like, <clears throat> I think it's pretty reflected in the price of moments now, but uh, there is a lot to be excited about. The issue was the, the prices were inflated a little bit more because withdrawals were not allowed by Dapper. Right. And once they started allowing that and money started flowing out of the ecosystem, it kind of like deflated the whole <clears throat> ecosystem, which uh, like it was great for for Dapper because they, they got to like pump everything up and get all these investors to see the potential. But then like that ended up just like being at the expense of all the, the new users they signed up. Yeah, it's a tricky situation at this point. Um, but the, the optimists in the group realize that they have a, a lot of money to play with. They have a lot of staff over there, adding lots of staff. They got the DraftKings lady. So I'm like, I'm just waiting for that dra those that DraftKings style advertising. It's I didn't come. even know about that. Yeah, they have like the head of marketing from DraftKings. <laughs> they hired this woman. So yeah. I'm hoping. Um, so let's play a kind of fun, silly game. It's called The Genie's Wish, and it's sponsored, I think, by one of your favorite products. So let's run that. Let's run that video. All right, sponsored by Tops Wooden Coins, the Genie's Wish segment. Um, so here it, here's how this game works. You're going to get an offer, but in return, you're going to have to also accept a second part of this offer. So here we go. Uh, so poof, big billow of smoke. The genie appears behind you. He goes, Alex, here's your deal. You are a VIP several times over on Top Shop. 
So we are going to give you the rare opportunity to be able to go to 10 NBA games. You're going to sit on the floor, open bar, open snacks. You're going to have a dedicated push-up mat in like the special Osimo room. It's going to be promoted as Osimo night. Your face is going to appear on all the screens. It's going to be wonderful. But here's the catch. The catch is those 10 games are all home games for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And every one of those games, they lose by 75 points. Every, <laughs> only those games that you are on the floor and it's awesome night. And then like people start to connect the dots. And every time they start showing you on the, 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 the big screen, like by game five or six, they start booing you because they realize that you might be the reason that they keep losing by 75 points. Um, you might even make the news. This might become a national story. But you still get to enjoy all those perks, including that push-up mat, 10 games on the floor. Do you take that offer? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think that uh, I, I just I would never have that opportunity to get buff while watching NBA again. <laughs> so I'd have to, to take that. Fair enough. Um, so even if, you, even if you become like the biggest heel in the history of Oklahoma <laughs> City and everyone just can't stand you, you're still taking that deal. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I'll still take it. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So we'll throw one more in there for you. Here's your here's your second genie's wish question. Um, as a VIP, several times over, an NBA star, you get a special treatment from the NBA Top Shot. They say, we're going to align you with an NBA star, and you guys are going to go together on a road trip from where you are in Detroit all the way to San Diego. And you're going like, to stay in little motels and things like that along the way. But the NBA star is revealed to be Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, your radio doesn't work, and all he does is talk the entire ride, and you can barely understand a word he says. Do you take that offer? Yeah, I think that would be hilarious. I mean, Dikembe, like, I actually met him briefly at event for DFS, and he's really funny. Uh, he has a super, super low voice that like i'm sure that'd be like an experience over a trip to san diego from from the midwest but uh yeah why not <laughs> all right so once again i cannot stump you um we'll have to try better next time so let's see let's let's take a look at the chat this chat's been buzzing along i haven't really looked at it too too hard so let's um let's give the chat a chance to ask some questions they may have missed so we're gonna play a little video clip to let them give some time and then get your questions ready for Osimo. Here we go. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Okay. Uh, well, we don't. I do not see any <laughs> new ones pop in unless this is on like a delay. Let me see here. All right, I might. I have to like scroll up and find the questions. No, no worries. Yeah. Uh, I see Chris Cody talking about KD and I kind of want to ask you, like that was one of the big things this week is KD signed up for top shot. Oh, right. And, and then like everyone gifted him all these moments. I'm like, is that actually like a good experience? Like I would think that kind of undermines the purpose of like trying to like collect your own stuff. But what do you think? I also found it a little strange, and I'm actually going to talk about it, um, but on the topics section. But yeah, I found it a little bit strange. Um, but at, at the other, on the other side of the coin, 
I think there's very few NBA players that are actually going in there and like buying their moments. Like I think maybe the only NBA player doing that practically is like Harrison Barnes. Yep. <laughs> like literally everyone else, like the rappers, like Post Malone buys a buys a, a, a board ape, and Jimmy Fallon buys a board ape, and then you look in the blockchain, you see that MoonPay sent <laughs> them each like three million dollars to do it, and probably bought it for them. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think i would have expected really uh kd to like go in there and start buying up moments to be perfectly honest i i think also um yeah the the he was donated the mgle no not the mgle the run it back he was donated yeah. the run it back that definitely rubbed some people the wrong way um and then he was donated the entire cold cat set <laughs> <laughs> it's like clearly these guys just want to talk to him in that discord yeah, they're like, please join the Discord. We gave you the option to join. KD's going to spend one day on Discord and be like, ooh, I'm not, that's terrible. Get me away from this. That's what I would do if I had the option, I think. <laughs> like, Discord's brutal. Um, yeah, did I did I say Tyrese Halberton wrong? Oh, no, Tyrese Halberton also bought his moments. Did he poke a pro, Eric? I didn't know that. Tyrese It'd be cool if they just gave these guys a budget to, like, buy stuff or something. Yeah. Oh, no, Tyrese Halberton, he bought his ape. He bought his ape from oh, Pranksy. Nice. So Pranksy sold him his ape. That's that's true. Um, oh, I had um I had one idea that I wanted to mention in, yeah. before getting off, but uh, it looks like there's some questions here if we want to talk. Yeah, about yeah, we got some. If you want to know how much money you lost on Cool Cats, you can look it up. It's not hard. Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I had like forty or fifty of them. Oh of uh, I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't follow DFS whatsoever. So. So Poker Pro Eric is saying is 100% Adrian Peterson too much exposure. Is that a joke? Is Adrian Peterson even playing in the NFL still? All day, yeah. He's uh, he's in there starting for the Seahawks today. He's starting? Yeah, he, he has a touchdown. And I was like, how are you going to fade all day Adrian Peterson when NFL all day is about to come out? Isn't he like 48 years old? Yeah, yeah at least. How is he starting? <laughs> Why don't they have a younger running back on that team? They have like four running backs, and none of them are good. So they're like, we might as well get get Adrian Peterson. What's he averaging? Like three and a half yards per game. He's uh he's rushed six times in this game for eight yards. First game as a Seahawk. Okay, that sounds about right. Um, here's a question: Would you rather have burgers for palms, or sausages for fingers? Uh, I, burgers for palms sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I, I'd do that. Um. Let's see. Okay, are you? Yeah, that's definitely a Cub shirt. That's an easy. No, one. this is Pistons. Oh, geez, rugged. Yeah. I thought that was a Cub shirt. All right. <laughs> and what's the hat? So uh, my buddy asked your your hat. It looks like is that a Chicago uh, Sky? Chicago Sky. Yeah. I see. I guessed it right at the end there. Yes. Um, what should Dapper do to fix the economy? I feel like we talked about this a bit, but can that so, offer some? ideas i got a really good idea here uh, okay. at least i think it's a good idea they should buy moments from the marketplace and give them in giveaways like it would double serve as like kind of pumping up like some of the moments and like highlighting really cool moments and giving people an opportunity to like, get those moments because right now like you might really want a lebron dunk but not have 750 bucks to throw in on top shots. So like if they just bought one off the marketplace and, and had some sort of uh, challenge or, or way to get it, then I think, uh, I think people would be pretty into that. I think that's an awesome idea. 
I really do. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, some some may think that like you're at the slippery slope of some sort, but I think it's a good idea personally. Maybe that's because I'm not an OG. <laughs> but um, uh, so Devafish is asking, will you even stay on Top Shot and be active? Like you are buying Deva. Deva he bought the LeBron Top Shot debut like two days ago. Well, I think um, I'm definitely into buying new stuff. Like I bought a Josh Giddy rookie because I uh, think he's kind of promising. Uh, I kind of want a Mobley, but the price is pretty high. I was waiting for that to maybe like him to have a slump or something. But like the the, the main thing is they're, they're just not coming out with very many moments that I'm aware of that I want. Like that's what I'm saying is like they got to make more of an effort to make people want these moments because I, like if there's all these 60Ks worth three bucks, I don't know like which ones are cool. Hmm. That's, that's fair. Um, Roaring Hammy, you did not miss the pack grip. But since since Osmo only had an hour, I want to take this hour to be able to ask a bunch of questions, and we'll do the pack rip after. Um, Coffee's asking, are you okay with the common dilution? I think we also covered this. I think you're not okay with the common dilution. Or are you? Well, I, I have mixed feelings because I feel like 60,000 is a reasonable like circulating count. Like I, I was looking up like the, the first collectible I ever got into is Magic the Gathering. And I was looking up like Black Lotus, how many do they make? because that car is worth like 10 10k or something right now and there are like twenty two thousand of those made and like still it's like seen as a really valuable commodity and collectible everyone wants so i don't think that just having 60k or something is bad it's just that compared to the user base right now and the demand like it seems undesirable but i definitely see that could change down the road if if the moment is desirable yeah, I think in theory we we hope for we hope for something like that. I, I think it's all obviously very dependent when that uh, DraftKings lady decides to <laughs> put those ads in. And then he's also asking, are are you in agreement that common pack should be minus EV? That I um, I, I like I I think like it's okay if they're minus EV, but you don't want to tell your customers you're trying to like make the product less valuable, like. Like as a as a company, there needs to be someone in there like trying to maximize value for their their customers, and not someone telling everyone where, okay, these are too valuable. We need to like cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm hoping that's just our little echo chamber that's paying attention. Um, but I think that also goes to a, a larger issue with just the communications. I feel like there's pockets of communications, like depending on where you're paying attention, which is kind of not right. Well, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh man, uh, Donatello was pretty badass in the game, yeah. so I have to go with him. Yeah, he had the distance; you could like yeah. get the get the enemies from far away. <laughs> like Raphael is like you're playing with fire. <laughs> Raphael. Um, so this guy wants to get hired and work for beer. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> let's see. We'll yeah. <laughs> uh this guy's saying like they could have done that with the s1 reserves instead they use it as a way to set up a system to sell 2.2 to 3 million base packs a week i mean that's a that's a spicy take brett i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a little spicy take there oh, where is that clip oh geez oh god i'm so much faster than this usually here we go spicy yeah like that was perplexing to me too the way like they use those because 
like using it to prop up the floor of like the packs. Like I get it that if the pack is worth more than $9, it's kind of a license to print money, but that just didn't seem like a great way to, to like get value out of those. But uh, the one thing I'm really worried about is the legendary moments where like the first three are platinum ice for each moment. Like I think that would absolutely kill a lot of the, the like, customer confidence because like you have these guys buying number one cereals and it's like not really the number one, it's like number four. So I think that's really unfair to the customers. Oh, just because technically speaking? Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, these are supposed to be the first three minted, like the platinum ice. It just seems like a really bad idea. Like I can get it if they want one collectible, that's just going to set some record at auction, but like, or if they just give them the athletes, Mm -hmm. but like, I could see that having some really negative sentiment around it. Let's hope that doesn't happen any anytime soon. <laughs> the sentiment yeah. can't take that right now. Um, are you looking forward to getting like twenty to fifty thousand dollars of flow tokens? I don't even know what what they're talking about. Is that the so rake, rake, back? rake back? Yeah, the Roham rewards or the gift back or whatever name it has this week. Uh, <laughs> you are yeah. Uh, eventually, according to Roham, is AMA in like the next two months from that AMA, people are going to get rake back. I think it's very likely that's going to be in the form of flow. And I'm guessing you're going to be able to spend that on Top Shot or all day if it's available. I got a little bit of a spicy take here. All right, uh, let me get that. Let me cue that up. All right, go ahead. All right, I, I, I don't I don't care if like Dapper or Top Shot like goes back on some of their promises. Like, what I care about is just that like everything like makes some common sense. Like, and they don't do anything dumb. So. Like with rake back it seemed like people were trying to make it out to be like more than it was and they were like very vague about it i think that like it'd be cool if like they did something to to help people um who who got burned in some transactions but like i don't feel like they have any sort of responsibility to the customers that's pretty spicy spicy Yeah, you're, you're definitely not going to win a lot of fans with that take, but... <laughs> yeah, no, my bad, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, like, the idea of giving out money to everyone sounds really good, but, like, I, I don't really feel like the company has any obligation to do that. Okay. Well, you're you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> um, are you looking forward to your free infinite object? Have you got one yet? I did. I had the the cool cats uh, when the snapshot was taken, so I got the cool cats one, and it is like uh, perfect because right click save. Am I right? <laughs> All right, and then I guess the my last question for you because I know you got to go. Here we go. Stan loves boo this man. He's not happy with that take. <laughs> um, and Brad is saying they don't owe it to us, but they promised it would happen. Once they promised it, that's when the obligation formed. That's true. We'll yeah, it's uh, like like the the office hours it, it, maybe there was like one or two like statements about it it's just like i feel like people were really trying to push it on them as opposed to them like actually making some like commitment to this well uh whatever the case may be <laughs> I, I at least we know in the most recent ama uh rohan basically said it's coming so okay nice <laughs> um let's see a couple more here what do you think about Topshop breaking the KD 
are I running back bottleneck with an arc? Well, they never. Yeah. Do you think that they should? I think that's the question. Should they break the KD running back bottleneck for all these OKC fans that have to watch their team lose by seventy five points, oh, and yeah. they, you know, and they have to pay all this money to have a complete set? That's not really fair to those people. I forgot about it. like how you have to have it right player, right team. I just really dislike the bottlenecks in general because, like, it, it actually hurts collectors because like it's creating this utility in moments that you might not want to take advantage of where like um i i remember jordan wara's rookie card was like 200 bucks or something because it was a box bottleneck it's just like like maybe i want to collect the box set but this actually like prevents me from doing that instead of encourages me yeah wow I think that's kind of the argument, and that's what a lot of people thought was coming with that archive set. They thought, okay, they're going to break all the bottlenecks now, and they're like, no, we're not. We'll break some, <laughs> but not all. You'll you, you get to guess. Um, but anyhow, uh, well, I know I know you got to go set your lineups. You got to go watch those Adrian Peterson highlights. Uh, <laughs> but thank you so much for making the time. I definitely appreciated your takes today, your spicy takes, whether we all agree with them or not, are, are we welcome them here. So appreciate, you, appreciate you making the time and uh, we'll let you go. And until the next time, good luck with the rest of your NFL slate. Yeah. Thanks for having me on Matt. And uh, it's always good to talk some top shot and thanks everyone for tuning in here. Oh, actually I forgot to give you your last shout out. If you want to shout out where to fall, find you or anything else, you can just shout things out now. Oh yeah. Uh, if you just want to follow me at awesome DFS on Twitter. And then if you do play fantasy, make sure, or sports betting, you know, go to awesome.com. We got a lot of great information uh, to help you with that. All right. Coffee saying GG. I believe that's, is it congrats? I actually don't know what GG is. Good game. Is it good game? Like poker, it was good game, but I don't know. Cause I, I see people just saying GG all over Twitter and I don't know if that, if they're saying good game, are they? Girls' generation. Uh, <laughs> girls' generation. I think that's what it is. Oh, okay. That All right. Sense. Well, girls' generation to you, and uh, take care and, and thanks. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, man. Later. All right. See ya. All right. Well, that was awesome. Oh, that was a fun interview. Listen, if you haven't hit liked and subscribe, if you want rake back on Top Shot, you need to hit that like button and you need to hit that subscribe button. That'll show awesome what the community truly wants. So, according to this thing, there's 30 of you. Get those 30 likes in there if you want Rake back. If you don't want Rake back, don't hit that like, all right? But don't come complaining later. All right. So we've got um, we've got a guest, a good friend of the show. Uh, we're going to go over the five hot topics, and then we will do some ripping and duck racing and all things like that. So let's introduce him. I actually remembered to load his intro again. We're going to load him and bring him back. Here we go. It's the Island Boy, Top Shot Island Boy. I'm here with the Top Shot badge. We're gonna sweep the floor. Got my triple badge. Got the drip on the neck. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that song. <laughs> What's up, Tandy? What's up, Mr. Drip? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. How about you? I'm feeling good as well. Feeling good. You know, we can actually go look at what how everyone else is feeling about Top Shot. Let's let's end this poll here. It looks like we've got 40% of you are feeling great about Top I, Shot. I voted great. All right. 38 meh and 28 bad. So why are you feeling great? Why don't we start there? Because 
the more and more I think about it is I bought into this platform. If you remember what February looked like and how the website felt and how it was crashed and everything. Um, and what it is today, you know, and there's a, there's, they actually supplied real life utility. They plan the supply more. And I've even been, got inspired so much to try to supply my own sort of in real life utility to collectors and content creators alike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you can tell us briefly about that. Um, Cause I remember when you were on the show with actually Jeb and you were like, I'm renting out the hall of fame and I'm going to invite collectors from all over and we're going to do a top shot all-star game. Um, I think when I heard that, I was like, but are you really, sir? And then you're like, Oh yeah, I am. And then you're like, you're, you're showing like video of you at the all-star court or the uh, hall of fame court, like every other day. So I'm actually curious real quickly. Um, what does it take to, to organize a game at the hall of fame? Um, you kind of just contact them about rentals and that's pretty much it. You know, um, I did, yeah, just a little research, a little going there. I knew people who worked at the Hall of Fame. I grew up right next to it still to this day. I, if I mapped from the Hall of Fame to my apartment right now, it's probably three minutes away. Wow. And uh, I live very close in downtown. So the Hall of Fame's right there. After the Hall of Fame, we plan on going to the, I believe it's called the Mass Mutual Center now. It was the Civic Center before, but that's besides the point. Um, and there's a hockey game after the hall of fame all-star game that we're having. So from four to seven is the all-star game. We're going to meet up after at this hockey game, or if anybody wants to meet up after that, after they get refreshed, showered up or whatever, then we're going to go to MGM, which is also downtown. Mm, you start gambling. Yeah. You know, it's a whole bunch of DJs. They're, they're going <laughs> to love it. Okay. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to see what you can pull together. It's going to be really interesting and fun. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch a bunch of uh, 35-year-old white guys play pickup. Looking it's forward to that. Great. It really is. <laughs> I don't think everybody's 35. But... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, think, I'm of the older generation. Jeb, Jeb said he's coming off an ankle injury. Oh, he geez. needs to get the, get the curry ankle strap. Mm. I'm worried mm. about him now. Ever since he put that tweet out. Yeah, he'll, he'll be mean, fine. Maybe you just change it to a wheelchair basketball game and then yeah. everyone can play. Hold on. I, I got to check. I got to look at the list of who I leaked so far. I have to double check this before I start talking. That's all good. In, in I think, I think you, you, may, you may have just lost your lighting, by the way. I did. Or did you? Or you just look dark? Oh, oh no, I'm that, sorry. No. When it's on the stream yard, you know, the, the screen's white and bright. The lighting's not perfect in here, but I ha- kind of have it like fake perfect. Yeah, it's all good. Just I I kind of I kind of miss that green snake in the back, but it's all good. Um, oh, do you want to, hold up? I put that green snake. Here, we'll we'll play a video while you put the green you, snake on. You oh, you just light? did it! You just yeah, did it! Oh, geez, you got I'm like chilling. the command yeah, center. On, I gotta like... do blue. I gotta do blue today. I got the I got the blue hoodie. I think this all right, is a way okay. better look. And I got the the Jacob jersey behind me. You guys yeah. want to see this? This is I could debut this for you. For you. All right, here, we got an exclusive. Just for me, I... It's very exclusive. This right here. Let me put the, the headset on. I want to make sure the sound is good. Signed by Eisenbuckets. Mm. All right. Right there. Guard that with everything you have. Right? That's awesome. The legendary Eisenbuckets signed my Spreewell Knicks jersey. And I mean, 
I think I might frame this. I haven't I haven't hung up in the back and everything. Um, but yeah, it might it might have to go in the frame. That's my right. guy. I hope I could get him. This is what I'm really doing. I'm buttering him up right now. Okay. Because I hope he could come to the game and play in it. I invited him and Austin. Uh that's those that's my 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 one thing. I would love to get some dapper people in this. I'm not doing this uh uh I would love to do it with them. It what this is not sponsored by Dapper. Though we um could work something out, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Still hope. I'm, still hope. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There, there, there's great things to come. And I'd say there's only a crumb leaked right now. There, there's a roadmap to this. If you guys buy into the roadmap, I promise you, you will be happy at the end. Cool. Cool. Well, I think let's go over some topics real quick, and then we're going to start ripping things. So right. let's go over the topics. You can, you can offer uh, any takes you have as well. But first, we're going to talk about Series 1 sentiment. So okay. uh, – this is. We'll start with a little bit of a downer. Um, the statistics aren't great on the site in the last week. Pretty bad, in fact. And some pretty large names are sort of like publicly announcing their departure, including people I've had on the show. Crypto Poppy, really bright guy. AG, the Schiller, all of them are sort of they're in FUD City right now. Um, but listen, that I. It's just I'm just I'm just giving you the news. This is what's going on. So that's happening right now. The run it back set, Brandon. Uh, he's like, oh my goodness, that set is not doing so hot. And it's not. And the reason I bring that up is because that's why these numbers are bad. It's because like we talked about with Osimo, there's not a lot of confidence as of right now in, in the market. So people aren't jumping, jumping to go make big purchases. So I feel like you are right there and you want to show Do us you, something. I wish you, you had my tweet pulled up with how <laughs> I tweet. I already fixed run it back. All right. Well, what was that? Um, so I have my badges here. I made a badge video a long time ago. I remember and that And this was back in May. Well, I've cut one off and now I've, I like nine out of 10, but the mm-hmm. ninth one is already being used, which is the championship badge. Like I made that in May. It kind of came out in July. Okay. Maybe something like that. Um, but anyway, so this would fix, run it back. Where is this? Right What's here. What's the Hall of Fame badge? Hall of Fame badge. If we that get alone? the Hall of that Fame alone? badge, we'll fix Run It Back. I, oh, of course. It, it could actually – I think it will differentiate stuff in Run It Back. So, you know, your Michael Reds and your maybe Andrew Bogut's and stuff. I'm just thinking about that because Bucks. But, you know, those won't get the Hall of Fame badge. But you'll get the Allen Iverson that gets the extra badge. Something that, that makes it different. When you go there, you want to know that this is vintage. And that, like, you're buying players that could earn these in the future. If this is a 100-year platform, why am I buying this Evan Mobley card if it can never have a Hall of Fame badge? Why, mm-hmm. why does his rookie card matter? Because that's what it's all prospecting. And, and that's what it really is. And, and I think we need to aim for that. And if we want a long-term vision, the Hall of Fame has to be there. I mean, that, that's the whole purpose of you buying these rookie cards is thinking one day these guys are yeah. going to be greats. Or you're buying LeBron. Because you think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day and it's a lock. And you think he's one of the top three, top five, top one players ever. Yeah. Um, I got some others. I even have a retired badge that will also help the run it back set. So just, just so like that Michael Red card has something different than Edmund Sumner. You know, like something. Something to say it's different. It's from 05 where you could just look at it and you know it's old. So the retired badge. 
uh, LaMarcus Aldridge would have got this that day, and it, you know, it triggers the me, whole market to, thing but, without but to it. Me, but to me, it seems and like he would have got it yeah. back because he came unretired, and that would have right. been cool because people would have started. I don't know. Um, I think yeah. it could add to different things, and you could do different challenges with many of these. Um, I have Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. We got Rookie of the Year, which is a rook. Mm-hmm. Scoring Champ, which is like a ball going through the basket. Um, six Man right here. Is that a paper bag? Historic moment. It's kind of blurry. Okay. This is scuff, but I did it. I did these digitally on videos, (laughs) but it just is like a record book. Um, and I thought it it looks like a paper bag that a fan puts over their head. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Knicks fans. Way to bring them back into this. Yeah. It's a Knicks badge. And then the MVP badge. I want it to be like a challenge badge where it goes, you know, the red star. Imagine you get a gold star for MVPs for all theirs. And I think it'll clean up the badge system, too, because there could be too much badges. But you can never get, like, all of these on one. I've kind of done the math, and I've also looked at the moments themselves. You could easily do six badges on moments, even seven. All right. Well, I I mean, I think it's, like, a nice to have. I don't don't know if I agree that it's going to, like, make a huge difference because I think, like, when the act of the retiring is what pumps the moment, not exactly the badge, but whatever. Let's keep it moving. So, so the run it back market, yeah, not the badge will so pump hot. it, but it'll give direction and it'll make more sense and set things apart. Because a lot, like right now, everything just looks like everything on the site. There's so yeah. much of it. No, that's that's fair. That we we need to be able to sort things in general. So we got the series one reserve pack. Listen, Ooh. guys, as as you know, I got I gotta I gotta come come to you right now. I put a ton of clicking carpal tunnel syndrome sniping i i bought the majority of my junky stinky moments where's my stinky if i can find it quickly i bought the bunch of my stinky moments uh by sniping and that was just absolutely brutal um i can't find it fast enough so this is the day guys this is the day and i'm uh i'm just praying that we see some decent logos but i in my heart i know there's a very good chance that we may not and and also this is what happened when the draw the packs dropped as you can see there's a big 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 uh, undercutting festival of everyone that got packs as you can see that's like right when that pack came mm-hmm. and down they down they go just like the duck in the race when it starts getting like a nice beeline for the finish line yeah, so they they had him in the beginning but <laughs> so yeah that kind of hurts a little bit of uh, the argument that like people like the judge have that like OGs are the issue it's apparently the OGs are not the issue at least for this I, I know um, then we got uh, the nine lives lounge update and I know that you are in the nine lives lounge you're a big proponent of the nine lives lounge I guess we'll just run this video because I couldn't run you can it run this video oh there you go he's got his infinite objects there's there's a uh, Lamello. Um, so yeah, we, I didn't get to run this, so let's run it. Oh my uh, God. How you wouldn't <laughs> believe how many things are sacrificed in the nine lives lounge. <laughs> well, they, a lot of things are sacrificed, but when you make it out the other end, you get early access and you get a, you got some swag, you get some, you get a sweatshirt. This is the one thing. So I was hating on everyone sending Kevin Durant stuff. He's a millionaire. Don't give him free things. It, you know, we're, we're the common folk. We're out here trying to collect and, and everything else. Does he really need it? But it hit me. These hoodies are coming out, and they said this, the, the screenshot hasn't happened yet, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if Kevin Durant 
is in Nine Lives Lounge before the screenshot happens, that means he will have this hoodie, which means he will wear this in a press conference. You got to think big brain on this. And that's why <laughs> the Nine Lives Lounge is, is the spot. It's it's two steps ahead. And, and I love the idea. I I mean, I think that's wishful. Th- I hope you're right. It's wishful thinking, though. I mean, I, I think that's why people gave him like the access. That's what Austin was saying too. Like, kind of hoping that he just pops in. Will he pop in? Will he wear the hoodie? Don't pop in. Wear the hoodie. I mean, that would be awesome if he did. I mean, that would be huge. But they could also just hand him a, ho- a hoodie. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to see hear from KD. You know, I. I mean, I. I would love to. I'm no no disrespect. You know, I would love to talk to KD or something. But I think him wearing that is going to – the brand awareness of it, you know? No, of course. It would be huge. It would be amazing if he did. Will he? Well, that remains to be seen. So, anyway. so. Well, anyway. So, there's KD with his gifted Cool Cat set. Yeah, I didn't love it. Uh, but so be it. I mean, the, what Harrison Barnes did, actually buy all the moments, talk to Top Shot in their marketing, mm-hmm. that was much bigger. That's kind of what I hoped. So, yeah. there we go. The Cupcake KD joins the platform there's a cupcake emoji play pay attention to the emojis the work goes into this as well my people my only tense so he joined um and what do we see here he gets gifted this run it back moment stacked which is like a big og got a collection worth millions uh there yeah, you I was go a part of this retweet fest it's pretty cool he gave mm-hmm. it to him but i mean kd did come in and pump 2500 in new money into the ecosystem KD pumped twenty five hundred of new money. Yeah, he he bought a MGLE or something. He bought something for twenty five hundred. That's true. That's true. Well, so we, okay. We got KD coming in. I, I don't know. It's it's something. I'm trying to stay positive when everything's <laughs> going bad because I'm, I believe in this long term. I really do. I, I want to see good things come from Top Shot. I don't want to see it fail. I. I am critical of it at times. I've been critical, so you could you could look at me as as whatever uh, someone does fud or whatever or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, I'm still here, and I'm I'm actually trying to to do more. You know, right. I'm, I'm constantly trying to involve myself, and I, I want to be a part of this movement. I, I really like Top Shot. I love the NBA. As you can see, I have a room dedicated in my house to <laughs> to the NBA. And and this is this is what I like to do. So I'm 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 very excited about everything Top Shot's gonna do. Well, everyone else is, is is upset. We just gotta we gotta look at the bright spots. See how much stuff they're doing. They're doing the flash challenges. They're giving packs out. I don't it's know, a, it, trying, it is a step. Stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a, they're doing better. Honestly, it, no, I, I agree. I agree. It's a step in the right direction. I mean, I think there's still a lot to be done, but of course, it's a step in the oh, right yeah, direction. Oh yeah, a lot to be done. Yeah. So then also, here's something they're doing, the VIP experience in San Francisco. So if you were a VIP like Alex so here, he got to sit down on the court and watch Steph Curry shoot threes. Um, to get to be a VIP, though, that's $75,000 in spend or 75000 base collector score. Or by, by, or either one, I believe. Okay. Um, I got like $20,000 CS. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd be comfortable dumping that much money. Yeah, that's that tough. It... <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't do it. I'm trying to do the math on what set I could complete next to try to climb and jump, but I don't think there's there's one set or three sets that I could do. No. Um, I mean, I guess if you're – they're just. I guess they're just rewarding people who have put a bunch yeah. of money into this. So what, what are you going to do? 
Why not? Um, and then in the week of NFTs, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all that stuff is trending downward. I think it did make a little bit of a recovery, um, but that's what's going on right now. You got the Miami Art Basel thing, the Bored Apes, blah, blah, blah. If you Are you in the crypto? It. I mean, yeah, a little bit. I, I find it interesting. Um, right. Do you mind Pi like on your phone? I feel I like Pi. I don't even know what that means. You've never heard of it? I'll, I'll, I'll have to send you my link so you could mine with me. It's, it's kind of a little mining pyramid scheme. But like more okay. people I have mining that I invite, I like mine at a higher rate. But this thing, gotcha. this thing is supposed to go public at some point. Um, I'm not too crazy in the crypto. I'm more in the mining. I don't really buy it. I mine right, Bitcoin right. on my PC and then Pi. Right. All right. So, so just uh, so you're watching that that Pi that Pi mentioned. Not that. financial advice. There you go. I mean, you can't don't, even buy it. Just don't go it. out and start mining Pi just because Packtrip said it. Do you do your do your research. Ask me for my link. <laughs> I'll give you my code. So then Top Shot, he made Top Shot made this like a little moments making history thing. I, I'm not I don't love this personally, just because like of course people are racing to buy these moments because they want to complete the flash challenge and there's no other reason. So I don't really don't really understand why this is a big deal. Honestly. I own half the zoo box on the site. I don't feel like that much that many were sold. Yeah. I don't know. But, I don't know. Yeah. You could you could check my account. I own like four hundred Evica Zoo box. Like it, I'm, I'm dead serious. Four hundred of them. <laughs> damn near. Some of them sold, but like not that much for three. Yeah. Damn near three thousand to sell. My my account should have been crazy. I bought a whole bunch of them. There was a rumor of a Celtics. I mean, a, a Lakers versus Clippers challenge, like this mm. L.A. Okay. You know, all the city challenges and all this stuff. And, uh, yeah, I went on that rumor, and then there was also the fact that it was a 15K, all these bottlenecks were going. I got excited. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, it happens, FOMO, <laughs> FOMO. And, and Zubak DM'd me. I bought his oh, autograph. Wow. I, I don't know if that uh, if you've seen my first video that I ever did on YouTube, but it was about <laughs> Zubak on how I bought – You, if you go to certified ballers' accounts, sometimes they sell cards, and mm -hmm. I bought a Zubak off a of Zubak. So it's like oh, an I autograph see, see. that's there. Um, but it didn't show up on the blockchain because somebody gifted him the moment. So mm. it showed they sold me the moment. So mm. I DM'd him. He ended up buying the moment back off of me, then gifting it back. And That's kind of cool, though. That you got it, to... was a, it was a cool thing that he kind of created a little super fan in me, too. That's cool. That is cool. I already had a lot of them, and I was like, oh, my God, Lakers Clippers challenge. I got to buy more Zoo Box. Yeah. Well, going to get me rich. That... This was a sign. Yeah, that's just one of many things that we think is going to happen that doesn't. Like, I know. like game winners. Cool but, you cat. know. You know what you think is going to happen? You, you were telling me you're going to get this Jeff Teague, so it's not going to happen. I hope you're right. Um, we need to speak things into existence. That's my I know. Thing. I know. So we'll speak We'll speak some things into existence in a minute. Um, I, smell, but... I smell a Curry Top Shot debut. I, I like the it sound was, of that. I, I seen the way the pack was moving. It had a little extra sauce to it. <laughs> I seen some other shake. packs. They weren't moving like that. Yeah, you see it? They, <laughs> They weren't moving like your pack was. I'm telling you, there's there's some there's some sauce in there. All right, uh, from, Curry, your, from your lips uh, to from the pack's ears. Um, so yeah, then I guess lastly we got this NBA Top Shot packs coming out. I don't know how many of you plan on buying. I mean, there's gonna be a Curry. It's, it's not gonna be worth much, three or four dollars. There's gonna be the debuts of the rookies that'll be worth something. I don't know. Are you still buying? Are you are you trying to amass trade tickets? Or are you yeah, over it? I'm gonna. So Tuesday, I'm gonna buy. They're gonna let's do ten. Five and five. Five, five and five. I'll do ten. Okay. Is I want a trade a Shen Goon. Or... 
Uh, no, not for trade tickets. Probably not for trade tickets, but maybe. Um, I might sell them to everybody getting trade tickets. I'm kind of looking for triple badges. Um, yeah. Yeah, Roz, cat. Roz getting 10. Oh, there's a cat. Yeah, you're getting 10. Cat. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting 10. I want Shengun. I've been triple badge hunting, and I, and I haven't been lucky in getting triple badges of the guys that I want. Um, so I've been trying to save the money and actually just pull one of these guys, but it hasn't happened. Um, I would like Davion Mitchell. Very undervalued. Giddy's been shooting up in price. I should have just bought it in the beginning, but I wasn't too sure. People are undervaluing the collector score so much. Yeah. So anyway, I asked. Well, let me get let me get me out of the way there. I asked people the other day if they're going to line up for this pack, and it looks like just about half and half, a little over half and half. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I I think the question though is like, will this continually? get lower and lower will that will that no creep and creep and creep as these get it less won't and less because excited. they've already saved the top rookies they saved jalen green they saved Cade. they forced you into this they buttered you up in the beginning with evan mobley's then they they dry it out it gets dry after a couple weeks of these different packs of the franz wagner's and yeah. after after those guys pass and and you know the bones highlands and the ios from the last one these mid-tier guys that could pop but probably you know might not in their first year first couple uh but i always looking good by the way right uh right. anyway but you, you get what i'm saying they give you the evan mobley the third pick they saved one and two for later yeah i'm, I'm waiting yeah. for some guys well they're they're always giving you something to get you a little excited i mean they right. kind of have to do it that this way this one's shengun I, I i'm buying 10 for shengun all right i'm convinced all right well let's talk about this s1 pack um, we're about to rip this S1 pack, and uh, I think it's fair to say um, I'm pretty anxious. But uh, we just gotta hope that we don't get a. Should I get the foam finger? Maybe. I mean, we we just gotta hope that we don't get a. Uh, what was it? The show? What's what's the what's uh Brandon's podcast called? It's with Moment Rank. That Moment Rank. Him and Clee Gaines. Talking. Shot talking, like they both got Jeff Teague. So we're just hoping they we don't both get got that Jeff Teague. Teague. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Dang. So we're Brandon, hoping. They... Yeah. Brandon, Brandon, man, how did he pull a freaking Jeff Teague? I, I like, don't know, because he has I, great luck otherwise, doesn't that, he? Right? I feel like it's better luck because, well, not better luck, I guess, but the odds were so slim that you would actually pull a Jeff Teague. Are they slim? I don't know if they're I that thought slim. it was slim. Like, I thought LeBron would actually kind of. Was the was the most common card in the pack? Hold on, I'll tell you right crazy. now. No, it's not. It's not that slim. It was, Jeff Teague. Was it, top, was it top three like most common one thousands? It's one, two, three, I thought four, the first five, pack six. They it's number. It. It's number seven. So, oh, it's number seven. Oh, all right. So here, here's the pro- here's the problem. According to John Boy Beats, there's thirty one expected, and only thirteen have been opened out of Jeff Teague. Um, so Jeff Teague is is fairly high up there. Um, so there's right, a lot of Jeff Teagues left in the pack, is what you're saying. According according to John Boy. I mean, that's a difference of quite a bit. That's a difference of about 18. That is. I'm going to get my foam finger. And All right. Cool you go get that. You go get that. So here we go. Raw's saying, I'm thinking of LeBron. From, I hope you're right, Raw. But I, I seriously have to prepare myself for like a Danilo Gallinari. <laughs> Yeah, we got to give some good vibes. Make right. sure you hit that like right now for the good vibes. This is from YouTube Summer League vibes. Vegas. All right, that's big. Let's go. All right, let me get a, let me get a Kawhi laugh to ease the ease the mood a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, this this is a life changing pack. Could be. So I, I'm rooting for you, bro. Whew. All right. Well, I got I got it loaded up here, but for some reason the pack my connection like is wonky. But we're just gonna have to oh, work no. through this. Hope is is the is like the website wonky? Are we gonna Are we gonna be looking at blank <laughs> images? Let me go. I know you don't. If this you don't want this to be bad. Let me go. I'm gonna open something. Um, I mean the pack. Nothing's looking wonky on my end. Ooh. Here it is, boys and girls. Here it is. Here it is, boys and girls. Let's go, Teddy. Let's go. How are we doing this? Are Are you gonna like? Do you want to do this? We can slow down. You know, we uh, could say, "Hey, what does the chat want? What do they want to do? Yeah, yeah. What we are gotta, they feeling?" I don't know if I'll milk this as bad as like the judge did the other night, where he took like thirty-five minutes to open it. But I mean, are, he did it on the first draw, though. You see yeah. it, right? He got yeah. his Giannis on the first pick. Oh, I know. Like, I'll take I'll that. Take was his the, whole video on YouTube. It I'll was S one pack opening, and it was just Giannis, and he stood there. I know. He just looked at it. It was amazing. <laughs> I would. Oh jeez! All right, I can't, so I can't, I can't guys. make any super yacht loud noises. My kid is, my kid and wife are sleeping in the other room. All um, right. We'll make, we'll make controlled loud emotions. We will. And and we're gonna we're gonna race ducks after this too. Okay. Uh, all right. So someone's saying leave the music on. I think that might be kind of loud. Can you can you hear that music? Is that loud? It's not too loud. But yeah, we. I don't know. It could be something. Oof. How many people reveal all? All right, well, let's do a quick second. You think yeah. anybody revealed all one of these? Um, I bet Don't you some. It. I bet you some sickos have done it. Some sickos. I've right, never so, revealed so all. So should, should we go top right in the style of Judge and just hope there's a Giannis in there? Ooh, I like that. I like that. Is, right. Hold on, hold on, chat. I have another tab up. So let's look at the chat. What are they thinking? Turn up the beats. Jeez, you guys top really right? want to hear this music, huh? Are we doing top right like Judge? Poku. I don't think Poku's in this pack. Poku's <laughs> not in this pack. Wait, well, I mean, not at least not his rookie card. I don't. I haven't looked. Nah, he's not, he's not, he doesn't have an S1. Yeah, this, this, this pretty much sounds like my heartbeat right now. Yeah. All right. Nobody's saying where we should go with this? I bottom? Think I'm thinking I bottom? Nah, I think bottom's like the bait. Yeah. I think I think the the low low I, low IQ goes to the bottom. Yeah, we're gonna go. I think we gotta go top right. Get a Bismack Biombo. Oh geez, I think we gotta go top right just because that's what right. um, we gotta give homage to the judge. We're gonna go top right. All right, let's do it. Top right. Let's go. No fucking one. Oh, all right. Okay, it's not it's not the debut, but it's still a Giannis. It's the you cracked the code. All right, that's good right there. That's good. This we got a we got a Giannis, just like the judge did. We got a Giannis. And so. you know what? That also will get the MVP badge whenever they take it. Yeah. So I guess that that deserves a yes. MVP badge, Giannis. It's a one badger. Don't don't sleep. Just because it's not the TSD, that's still got all a right. badger. All right. Wow, I can't believe I got a Giannis just like the judge got a Giannis. It was just the wrong Giannis, but I'll take that. I don't know what that what that value is on that, but I'll take know, that it. That was kind of crazy. Where did he click next? There was I such a pause, I don't know. I don't my heart's pounding right now. 
I think I, I think I'm gonna have to go left. Opposite left? Yeah, I think and I gotta work go your way down. Yeah, I think so. I was thinking that same thing. All right, here we go. Here we go. Rip the Band-Aid. Come on. Seven, six, seven assists. Oh, you got the Harry nice Giles bottleneck. That, that's still a bottleneck. It is a, it is a bottleneck. It's better than Langston Galloway. It's, it's better than Langston Galloway. It's not what I wanted, but it's not as bad as it could be. Yeah. All right. That, and there's a lot of Kings fans. Chewy is going nuts right now. Chewy Wolf. All right, so two, I hope 225 low ask on on Giannis and Giles is also like a 200 right now. So right. that's not that's not terrible. So you're creeping up on almost halfway there. <laughs> Can we stop trying to be judge? I'm I'm giving homage to judge. Right? <laughs> Don't judge be judge. Code. Look where we at right now. <laughs> oh jeez. All right, Brett's calling that Giles an oof. Yeah, I definitely wanted that to be a LeBron, but let's keep going here. All right. Okay, we're going top. Here we go. Zion! Let's go! That's what I'm talking about. Let's go! Yes! Zion and Giannis on the same pack? Are you kidding me? Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, this is nice. Wow, I guess this is already a win. I mean, I don't know what. Did you run that one back again? Yeah, let's run it back. Run that one back again. This is great. <laughs> I love oh, to it's see. A, it's a nice highlight. Oof, he's so in shape. Look at him. Look how nice and lean he is. And that's his. The back of his jersey says peace, right at the top. Yeah, you're right. It says peace. Yeah, that's that was that was one of those special jersey nights. That, yeah. That's cool. That, that's what's good about S1. That's true. I, don't, I feel like I didn't play Harry Giles. And the screens let's, let's are in the man, back. Let's give the man some the... love. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, that little, little I was like, I was also way too, like, freaked out to watch this either. It's, it's a na that's a nasty highlight. That's almost like Julius Shaq. Randall. And, yeah, that was that bad. It's usually right. Julius Randall's the Mack truck going through somebody. And for him to just look like a shrimp is weird. All right, so we got we said four hundred bucks on the on the on the Zion, and then the, so, and then the Zion double rookie card. Like what? I know. So we're I think we're, we're technically run. we're technically even right now. So no, we're not. At, oh, you're more above. You're above. This is this is incredible. <laughs> well, once this once this market goes up a little bit, it will definitely be up. Oh, yeah. All right, boys and girls, here's the last one. Here it is. I want to see a Lakers dunk or Lakers block. Um, let's do one more Kawhi laugh for good luck. <laughs> Come on. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Coffee's undercutting that, that right now. Thanks a lot, Coffee. Just sell it and get on your way. Here we go. There it is. Sabonis. Sabonis. top shot debut. Severely yeah. underrated player. I don't know what that's going for. Dude. But I'd say this is About a hundred. This is a win. Sabonis Sabonis will go for more once he gets traded to like the Warriors or something. I'd say I'd say this is like I can't be mad at this pack. You can't. And these are all I mean, they're not all, because the Harry Giles isn't a DFS play. But Sabonis is definitely something you could use in moment ranks. The Giannis, of course, it's a Giannis dunk. That's always good. 
I actually have a I have a Sabonis. Um, Wait, hold on. Who was that on the oh, Sabonis on. dunk? Share that again. Who was it on? He killed a man. Let's go take a look. Yeah, but I have a Sabonis. Um, what's it called rare? That's like okay. one of my only rares. Let's see. Who, hey, who you got the right that? to flip something too if you want. But that pack yeah. is incredible. Yeah, that was nice. Who is that? I don't even know. I can't tell. Can't tell. I don't know. I don't know what I would sell right here. But for now, I'm just gonna enjoy the fact that I just ripped a Zion and a Giannis in a pack. I mean, you can't ask for much more than Zion's that. Zion's rookie card. Is that, yeah, I mean, everyone's down on Zion right now, but that was a nice pack. Um, I'm big on Zion. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, Al, so there, there's Osmo. Osmo's in there. Yeah, that was that was pretty great. That was pretty great. Thank you guys. Thank you. I wanted a LeBron, let's be honest, but I'm definitely, I definitely am not uh, going to go give myself carpal tunnel again for more trade tickets. Cause you're not going to do it. I don't think so. That was brutal, man. That was brutal. I was sniping everything. I, I pretty much got like 95% $2 moments because I was sniping everything over the course of like three months or two months or something. So every everybody who's watching right now, I kind of have a little plan for these trade tickets. And I've been trying to think of ways to even generate and up the pot at the All-Star game. So to enter into the All-Star game as a collector, as a fan, if you want a chance to play with Judge, MBL, Mike Zakarian, uh, actually Jeb Bush, Veerman's going to be there, and Fleo. My man Fleo, watch out. Watch out. He's the hardest worker on YouTube. So what do you think he's going to be? He's going to be crashing the glass. He's going to, he's going to be catching. He's going to be in the passing lanes, working hard. Don't sleep on Fleo. Hey, but if go you, look. Yeah. If you want a chance to play with them, you trade, trade just the same way you would have trade tickets. And if you got extra trade tickets and you didn't end up getting a pack or whatever, trade them to me. I'm going to be saving up all these things, and it's going to count as raffle tickets. And then when trade ticket packs come out next time, the locker packs, I'm going to go for it, and then we're going to give those away in the All-Star game. Like I'm trying to get and really juice the pot up, and whoever is participating are guys, like I said, who are content creators, who really make stuff every day, who are not paid by Top Shot. This is a way to give back to those guys who, who are up late at 12, you know, midnight, 2 a.m., editing clips, this is a way to pay those guys back because, you know, who else will? I'm not saying like I'm, I'm <laughs> like that, but like this is something that's that could be so special for all of us to all link up and everything. And if we all work together and send these trade tickets and then I could then get S1 packs and we could add these to the all-star game MVP winner or maybe somebody who helped out with the media. You know, there's there's different things like that that we could do for giveaways well we'll see keep keep your eyes peeled on on pack drips uh a twitter page yeah are you gonna have an ambulance there for the judge but let's let's run a what, when he dunks on somebody <laughs> yeah i might have to this is just young Carl Malone. yeah so let's do a little duck race everybody um so if you want to if you want to race ducks just put a quack in the chat Get your quacks in the chat. Pack Drip, you can also get a quack in the chat if you'd All like. All right, let's go. You already know I have the other chat up. I got to. Let's get your quacks in the chat. I'm going to give you guys My a few seconds to do that. We'll, we'll we'll play a little video while you guys get your quacks. I'll do my little waiting video. We're waiting.
righty. We're waiting and we're here. We got our quacks in the chat. We got our quacks in the chat. So let's load up those names here. Oh, hold on. We got one. This always happens. We always got like one at the last second. One second. Here we go. All right. All right. All right. All right. Going to edit that and get that in. Just getting all your ducks in a row. I got to get these ducks in a row. Here we go. Uh, one second. This takes a couple seconds here. Okay. Let's do a one minute race. Set that up. Let's share this screen. Let's take a look at our beautiful ducks. Who do we have in this duck line? Let's look at these ducks. Let's shuffle for good measure. We always like to shuffle. There's no rigging here. All right. Though, though last time everyone thought it was. Everyone thought it was rigged last time? It, well, from when I was here. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think this last time I won and everyone was like, rigged, rigged, because I was on the show when I won. Oh, geez. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. That's not allowed. Yeah. All right. So you're adding it to the stream. There we go. There's the ducks. You guys are all looking great. Oh, my um, God. Give me the Trump duck. Did you get the Trump duck again? I think I got the Trump duck. I see Ra. Ra's got the clown outfit on. Someone's a, we, got, so we got some interesting costumes. You know what? I noticed there's not a lot of naked ducks. There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven naked ducks. So you have a 30% chance at a naked duck which in our uh, experience has been a pretty good sign to have a naked duck. But I'm going to wish you all lots of luck. Um, I'm sure you've all liked the stream already because that's how you get the fastest duck in this thing. And um, let's just run it. Are you guys ready? On your mark? I already like the stream. On your set and on your go. Here we go. And they're off. Down the Here they go. Jammers D, the naked duck, as I told you, is in front, but he catches. Oh, so aerodynamic. Stand. Kenny Lewis also catches the quicksand. It's neck and neck right now, but David Kim with the polka dots, the star polka dots. I'm going to win it. I'm going to win it because you don't see it. on the bottom. There's not a lot of naked ducks at the moment, but here, here comes Stan Loves. He's feeling pretty washed. He gets stuck in the quicksand. Naked ducks, look at this. Three naked ducks are near the front. Jammers D, the naked duck, I'm is coming pulling back. away from the bunch. He's a few You don't understand. Ahead. But here comes Coral and the, sp the Spider-Man, but Sinon as the reindeer for the Christmas theme. He's taking it. Can Sinon take it? Can he take it? Superluminal says no. He's taking the lead now. But CP Note not also bad, gets it. Cool. Here comes another naked duck. It's Louis Lux. The naked nope. Louis Lux you is taking him. it. He's you way see him ahead. Creeping. Here comes a Trump duck. Here comes you a Trump duck. Trip. Is Trump going to take it? Is Trump going to take it? Louis Lux, is he going to hit the quicksand? It looks like he is. Pactor, but look from nowhere. Devil Fish. No. Oh, my uh -oh. goodness. <laughs> no. There's no way. That was the. That was ridiculous. I Devo hope we Fish. all seen what happened. Wow. Again, the naked. I, I want to call someone. I... Wow. Congratulations, rugged. Diva Fish. Absolutely rugged. Absolutely rugged. I think that might be the worst rug that we've seen. That was yo, game breaker. Did did, did that duck have a game breaker moment or something? I think like, so. He hit the hit turbos. Boom! Dude, I've never seen a duck go that fast. We're gonna have to watch the replay later. We are. I, I don't know. We're gonna have to actually go back to replay. I can I call a challenge flag? <laughs> I'm I'm throwing. I don't have any red thing red next to me, but I'm I'm calling a challenge flag on that. I need a. A judge review. I know. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened there. There's obviously some some like uh, foreign substances that Diva Fish definitely was eating on the way. Drug but again, the naked ducks. 
I don't think we've seen a costume duck one win once since we started tracking this, which is maybe four races. The naked ducks, or once it was a tattooed duck, but also still naked, naked but Mm. tatted. We haven't seen. You know, Sinon had the big reindeers on. It started weighing him down. There's all this jingle and jangling. It distracted him, and he and he couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do it. So it was just flowing in the wind. It was, it was good. And I thought, I thought I was gonna win the second term, but I lost it. I came in second. Yeah. Um, yeah. You definitely, you got that, rugged. That's, that's there's, the Trump duck. The story of the Trump kind duck. Of a, there's some kind of an access Hollywood part two video that got released right at the last second. You got, you got rugged. I did. <laughs> um, but listen, we, 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 we had an awesome time tonight. We interviewed a really sharp dude. Unfortunately, he doesn't want Rick back. <laughs> We opened a pack. We've got Zion and Giannis in there. So I'm happy with that. Very happy with that. Um, I don't think I can do the the trade tickets again, though. Got to be honest. Uh, Louis Louis wants a top three payout. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. Um, And Trump Duck's hair is definitely to blame. Uh, I think it started smelling. They started smelling that like really strong. Did it got uh, wet? Mildew? Dog smell? You know, like that spray. It's like super strong and stinky. Oh. And then, like, uh, and then the, the the fish was near you, and she was just like, "Stinky!" And the then musty she, duck did not prevail. This yeah, time. I know. I remember last time it was the musty duck. That's how you won last time. But that was, was turbo not, duck won this time. It was not meant to be. Yeah, this is probably accurate. I don't know how I'm going to sleep after that race. Race first is the reason that I'm not sleeping. Pack is second. That was just too much of a, a an insane race. Um. Hold so on, Devafish is Devafish. Devafish is Puzzle Piece Dad. Is that your YouTube name? Well, just send me like a screenshot on on Twitter if that's you, Puzzle Piece Dad. Just show me like you're logged in on YouTube or something, and I'll send you your moment. Um, so, anyways, anything else? Any any last words, Backdrip? How are you feeling about Rakeback? I mean, I feel like they have to they have to follow through. They told us if they were, you were going to do it. In control of the buttons, your CEO. Yeah. What are you doing? Because this is why I have my quick little take on Rakeback. Let me just let me just do this. Let me, let me give you the like floor. Hold on. Five percent sales, right? That's what they say. Five percent sales fee. What about the five percent deposit fee that they hit you with if you're putting cash and credit cards and trying to onboard the the non NFT user and they're taxing us on that? Boom. And then on the withdrawal fee, they also take another percentage. There is about 20 – like every $100 you put is 20 of its dappers like immediately. Like that, no matter what, like by percentage, they're getting five there, five on the deposit. That's 10. Withdrawal I think is even bigger than a 5% thing. And then you also have your own profit taxes if you have that and everything else that you have to worry about. So it's like they do take a bigger chunk than what everyone has been touting 5%. It is not 5%. It is much higher than that. You may and and they said that they're going to give it to us. So like that alone, if you if you tell oh, a yeah, massive I, I user the, base, yeah, I got the video. Yeah, of course you do. You, I remember. You I remember. I, I remember you tweeted it, it. So so that alone is a reason why it needs to happen. That alone caused some some fud and some doubt in the community because I, I definitely triggered a little conversation. But it's a conversation we need to have. It was a band-aid that needed to be ripped off. We needed to stop pretending like nobody said rake back. No one wanted to post the quotes. I went back into YouTube, did the office hours homework, and I had to watch plenty of office hours to finally find 
that one 50 second clip of them using that candy and Jacob. So exactly. So it, it has to happen first and foremost for that reason. If we're going to imagine that they never made any announcement, do I think rake back is a good idea? Um, well, for the reasons that you're talking about, which is they do hit you with a bunch of fees. The market is not performing well for several weeks. Uh, so like, Will that help or will that hurt? That to me is the big question. I don't know necessarily that it'll be the big difference maker because I think that if the market is trending downward, if, if I give you $200 to go spend or something or even $1,000 to go spend and the market's trending downwards, I don't think all of a sudden you're going to get a ton of confidence just because I gave you some free free money to spend. I, I think you might sit on the sidelines a little longer and say, well, I'm going to wait and see if something happens. Um, maybe some people think differently, but I think the general trust and confidence in the market can't be solved with rake back, but I still think that they told us they're going to give it to us. Therefore we should receive it. And I hope they don't try to build in like, Hey, remember when throwdowns messed up and we gave back, we always tried to do right. Like don't include that in rake back. Those are two different things. Your typos are different than when you were talking about rake back. Like, your typo on that run it on a, you know a run it back challenge or something like that mm-hmm. isn't included for when you were saying back in June or May. No, no, no. And they can't back. say that. Like, they're not. They're they, not going to say that. Oh, we made. We've we done made good, good things of good faith all along the way. Like, don't include that in the conversation. Um, it definitely just needs to. It needs to happen. I don't know how though. Like, but they definitely get. Like I said, more percentage than five. I'm not saying we deserve more five percent, more than five percent or whatever. But to pretend that they only make 5% of these $2 floor moment sales and that's how this site's running is not how it goes. No, no, of course that's not how this site's running. I mean, the the fact that we continually sell out these S3 packs is, is how the site's running. So, yeah, I mean, that's another conversation for another day. But um, they, they need to execute because they said they would. Anyhow, I think that... I think we can end it there. I think that we had a good good time tonight. Go find Pack Drip on Twitter. He always puts out some interesting content. It's just Pack Drip on Twitter. And keep an eye on him. I'll be keeping an eye on him on what, what develops for this event in Springfield. It does sound like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's too bad I won't be there, but we'll see if I can somehow get involved. Next year. We'll see. Who knows? Possible. Um, but anyways... Thank you, Patrick. You gave me some good vibes. You know, the last time I had you on the show was when I ripped that WNBA pack, and that's mm-hmm. when I got like the top three moment of the pack. So, oh yeah, I think you so, had a. Is it Cynthia Cooper? No, it was the Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops. All right, I knew it was one of the OG comments. Yeah, I actually sold it, but oh, okay. I, I got that with you. And so, the only two nice. packs I've ever ripped on this stream that have been decent, I think, have been with you. So. Anytime hey, I get a really important pack, I'll have to have you back on. Let me, let me rip a pack with you. All right. You want to do that? Let's do it. I'll rip a pack with you. <laughs> you know what? I um, I got some like Thanksgiving packs or something. Someone, someone. I guess I won a uh, Thanksgiving challenge or something. All right. We need to see some giveaway? triple badge. We need to see some yeah, triple badge got, rookies. I'll, I'll rip one because I got one. I was saving two Series 1, you know, Series 3 S, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah First yeah. pack from S3. Well, I, I actually got, I think, three or four of them from those things. I ripped them all the other night because I just wanted to rip something. And you got triple uh, badges? And I got nothing. Oh. <laughs> it's just trade tickets. Oof. But That's let's tough. see. Let's see. All right. Um, how can all I right. start to do the share? Share screen. Come on, Patrick. I taught you last time. 
You did. You see right. the button on the bottom. Hit the share button. There Got you go. You. All right. So this is this is what I'm doing. Look at these sets, by the way. Ooh, look at this I, guy. These oh, are. Sets. I was I was here for this set, so you know I love that. The Rising Stars was the first challenge that I ever did in Top Shot, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, go big or go home. And then gift, <laughs> cool cats. And then I figured early adopters will eventually be like some important set at some point, right? Like they have yeah. to give back to this set. They never have, but it makes I don't know. sense. I don't know. You know what? I kind of thought that. And then I kind of, I'm not quite so sure because early adopters are basically like OGs in a way. So it's like, mm. if they're going to give back to OGs, like Twitter's going to have an absolute meltdown. So right. I don't know. Like, but then when they give the new, new customers, they're like, they never give back to the people that got them here. Well, then they, they, they need to give our jobs. <laughs> yeah, they took our jobs. But they <laughs> they got to give back to the people who bought it, like right in between that period, like the February, yeah, they, March, whatever. I've, I've been hearing a lot of middle class talk yeah. on the timeline. <laughs> What's up with that? What's they going got... on with it? Like, Top Shot has definitely hit a mental break when people are talking about <laughs> the middle class is being oppressed in uh, Top Shot. Like, it, it's kind of nuts. But let, let's open this. this we're becoming a. Uh, a society. All right, here we go. Your, ch your chances of ripping a... Uh, oh, look, you have three of them, actually. But your chances of ripping a free badger is about 2%, I think. 2%? I'll take that. All right, so we're going to... We're going to go by the rules, and we're going to start right, and then we're going to go left, and then in the middle. All right, let's do it. That is not a free badger rookie. All right, we got a Killian Hayes... Strip and then and then a dunk. All right, that's cool. Strip maxi. Boom. All right, we're going left. Four four that six is... four. Kelly Olenek. Couldn't they just give me the four 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 or something? Yeah, you're right. You're almost there. I'm twenty away. All right, this is the this is the the piss pack. That's Detroit Pistons. Okay. Ooh. Ooh, Isaiah Roby, hello. I thought that could have been a Giddy. Or Me too. I thought it was Giddy, and you know what? Oh man, we it, this just started an itch I, I can't scratch. We're <laughs> no, gonna do this, another one. <laughs> this is what happened to me the other night. Oh yeah, this, I, I'm stopping at this one, but this, oh my god, if I oh, I thought that was Giddy, I was gonna freak out. I know. I really. All right, too. same. Same thing. Pistons. Another one. What's up with these Thanksgiving packs, man? I was better off saving them and selling them to somebody else. Yeah, that's usually the case with these, but I just nah, can't these, All these are trading moments building up to the S1 packs. Okay, this I got is, Jordan Poole for fantasy. That's really exactly, good. Exactly. That's a good fantasy moment. Huge. And I think his top shot debut is a layup too, right? Or it's some it's like a it's a two pointer. It's either a dunk or a layup, I think. Yeah. So it's same DFS value. Mm -hmm. But my cereal's bad. Ooh. Precious oh. Tua. Nice. I think he's hurt right now. I had him on fantasy for a little bit and then I think he hurt his shoulder or something. Ironically I have Gafford on my fantasy team as well. Yeah, All Gafford's right. a Gafford's a good fantasy one too. Yeah, he's decent. Trez has been killing it off the bench, though. All right, guys. I'm sorry. I, I wish I could have. Did it? Where is it? Oh, it went back here. 
Oh, you want me to share that again? All right, yeah. Um, this is what I got. Right now, I got some trade tickets, though, for, or raffle tickets for the All-Star game. I'm kind of okay. on a little bit of a roll. Started off with Matisse Thibel, and then on from here is everybody trading in moments to try to get in the All-Star game. Um, cool. And, it, I, of course, it stops at Kelly Olenek. But, um, but, yeah. So, we got some guys right now, and they're in early. And they're going to benefit because, you know, if, if nobody enters this raffle in the next 20 days, it, it's a pretty good chance that they're going to play in this all-star game or at least have a chance to, you know, come if they want. I don't right. know if the person that wins maybe is just going to do it. Maybe someone just does it for the hell of it and says, you know, I'm probably not – I'm not going to win. And then they end up winning and who knows. Then maybe the roster spot open up for somebody else and I'll redraw something. But – Right. Well, we didn't give you a stinky, which you deserve. Stinky. Those packs were stinky. They um, were. Can I get another stinky? Because there were two two packs. That's true. Maybe you deserve another one. Stinky. But anyways, all right, guys. We're at the two-hour mark. I think we'll, we'll we'll end it here. Thank you guys all for making the time. Um, very much appreciated that you choose to spend your Sunday here at at the at the Tandoori table. So thank you so much. And Pactrip, thank you for making it on. The next time I have a uh, an important pack, I will definitely rip it with you again. All right. I'm, I'm your good luck charm. Absolutely. All right. Well, everybody, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next time. Adios. Static Selector.